0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, October 17th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the best hair in the business, Fran Mirabella III. How's it going, Greg Miller? Good. How
1: are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you again. It's been again. a good, good week. We got to see each other a lot already. We have. We have. Yeah. We did the Borderlands show yesterday, <gasps> episode two. I thought it was top secret. I don't know. Was it? I don't know. I don't think they care if we recorded this is all this. All NDAs for uh, no, no. <laughs> all the plans for Borderlands. You wish, and, and Death Stranding. You wish you could see what's on this. Exactly, paper. you do. I'm more worried about you, Fran. You told me right before this, you got hairspray in your eye. I did. <laughs> my left eye is burning. So if you just see it, it looks like I'm one crying. Tier. You're like, not crying about a uh, Sonya's like wireless controller. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the show. Yeah, I got one of those little flecks coming right off of my hairspray. I told him it doesn't. You. You'd think it would happen all the time with me, but no. I would. I Very would. uncommon. Wow. They do, the hairspray I use, is, I don't run into that. Okay. Anyway. You okay though now? You're ready to, you're going to play My through the pain. My left burning. You're going to play through the pain, though. Do we need a <laughs> eye? Kevin, you might want to prepare an eye wash. Can I get a, a flushing, you know, rinse? Kevin will spit in your, your eye. <laughs> he's going to spit in my mouth and my eye? <laughs> wow. Wow. He's, going to be, he's going to have a spray to it. This you is know going what downhill going fast, gonna... Greg. <laughs> well, then let's get out of it and talk instead
0: about Stadia's wireless controller not being so wireless, Blizzard banning more players and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash games with your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games and roosterteeth.com, as well as all of those listening on podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you today we're recording the kind of funny games cast this afternoon 2 p.m pacific time patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can watch the pre and post show live and watch it ad free but more importantly hear us talk about star wars jedi fallen order and luigi's mansion three mm-hmm. a big show fran yeah what you do think you want to watch that live too right that's what pre-show the post show oh, yeah, and the show that. all patreon live
1: your patreon silver is that right is it? <laughs>
0: that's right. No, that's right. That checks out. Yeah. I think I got it right. I think you got it. Too. Yeah, yeah. It. I'm
1: excited about that one, Greg. Yeah. What mm-hmm. are you going to bring to the table? What are you talking about? Today? I'm literally just color commentary because you guys I have am? played all these new and awesome games. Yeah, and like, you're I'm just not like, gonna, let me tell you about uh, Destiny. Let me tell you all about Iron Banner and the latest Division update. And, um, oh, I do want to hear yeah. about the Division update? I haven't got to play no, it yet, so. Get out of here. Go home. <laughs>
0: uh, this weekend, kind of funny's taking over Toronto. We're going to EGLX Saturday and Sunday. You can get the full rundown of the schedule over at kindoffunny.com/events. Learn about the signing, the kind of funny panel, and the smash brothers tournament we're doing uh remember extra life is saturday november 2nd it's 24 hours of gaming for charity you can join us live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games on the day watch us be a bunch of goons and spin the tiny wheel and kevin eat a bunch of oreos ah uh, however if you want to join maybe raise some money for the big beautiful kids yourself you can join team kind of funny at kind extra life thank you to our patreon producers blackjack and mohammed mohammed today we're brought to you by brooklyn and manscaped and escape the invasion but i'll tell you about that later for now Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report.
2: <laughs>
0: Time for some news. Four <laughs> items on the Roper.
2: Baker's dozen.
0: Kevin, give it to me straight. How are you? You haven't chimed in a few times. I've given you the softballs. I've, I've mentioned you, but you're over <laughs> you there. You're in work mode. What's happening over no,
2: there? I'm just I'm a Tucker boy.
0: You're a Tucker boy? A little tired. You're gonna go see three movies tonight, too, huh? I am
2: indeed. It's what? A, he's yeah. a crazy person. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit today at one. Uh-huh. And then Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and then Jay and Silent Bob Reboot.
1: Oh, okay. all for yeah. the all for the glory of the kind of funny screencast. Yep. Tomorrow, tomorrow. That's why he's to do all his homework. Exactly. You've he's, had a lot of movie homework going on around so here, kind of funny. Terminator, Star and Wars, he's yeah. this. Back here in the storage room yeah. watching <laughs> Terminator like, on a up on Terminator. Uh, no better
0: way to watch Terminator <laughs> than on a tiny Google Pixel or whatever the <laughs> hell like, all stupid right. phone Andy is.
2: Pixel <laughs> XL is pretty big. Is that what he has? Yeah.
0: It was, you know, it's dumb. Trust me, he was leaning in closely. Like. Number one. Stadia's wireless controller won't be totally wireless at launch. This is Jay Peters at The Verge. You'll probably, be, you'll probably be plugging in Google's wireless Stadia controller when the cloud gaming services launches on November 19th. While it'll work wirelessly while playing Stadia on Chromecast Ultra, you'll have to plug in a USB-C cable to use it with computers or phones at launch, Google tells The Verge. When Google first showed off their controller in March, the company touted how you could seamlessly switch from gaming on your TV to a laptop or a phone while using the exact same controller without having to pair it with each device because the controller would stay directly connected to Google Stadia's servers over its own Wi-Fi. But as 5-9 to nine Google spotted earlier today, Google recently added a disclaimer in a new Stadia explainer video that Wireless Play will only be available on Chromecast Ultra at launch. And a Google community manager on Reddit later confirmed that meant you'll need to break out a USB-C cable for other devices, perhaps because Bluetooth won't be an option at, by launch. Google tells us it's focusing on getting Wireless Play right on TV first because it wants that big screen experience to be as good as possible. That makes sense to me. If Google wants to compete in gaming, it needs to make playing Stadia uh, games on a TV as easy
1: as kicking back on the couch with a PlayStation or Xbox controller. Franimal, Yep. What do you think? Saw so it days ago watched the trailer uh there was a number of things in there you know talking about hey it's not going to work on all the phones yet right it's only going to work on these pixels yeah Yeah. and and it's only going to work on these tablets and there's all these little disclaimers um which so you know saw and this was one of those disclaimers in there so uh for me what i've been settling on it's kind of um curious what your take on this is, but sure. I think I've said it before, but we're paying for a Google beta yeah. Um, as pro users, <laughs> yeah. kind of. Like, you get early access, but, like, frankly, I think them coming so out you the door... ordered the you ordered the whole yeah, pro package, too, right? Yeah, me too. You know, we gotta be in the door and uh, be able to comment on it. And, yeah, and, yeah. and I am interested to check it out, but, like, I mean, it's, seriously, betas are not a bad thing, but, like, of course. it's a limited launch with limited functionality, and so none of this surprises me. I mean, I think in terms of, like, yes, it's good, it's gonna work, we, that is the bundle we get, right? Um, yeah, we we get the Chromecast Ultra with the controller. You yeah, get yeah. the controller. So what you get is going to work fine for you. But if you want to do some of the other stuff, it's going to be limited until further notice. We don't know when this. Yeah, no timetable
0: to on there, right?
1: Yeah, but how do you feel about this? Is this sort of like yeah, this happens all the time, or is it like, eh? Uh, I'm not. May not I mean, go over so well? <laughs> it's not going to go over so well yeah. for sure. But it's more that uh, like,
0: all right, how many more shoes are going to drop before we get to November nineteenth? Yes. And at that point. I did pay, and, I, and I've said this in the, the discussions we've had oh, since I pay. put the money down. <laughs> since I put my money down for this thing, right? Of like, I get that I'm bi- buying PlayStation VR. I'm, I get that I'm buying something early because I believe in the technology and I want to believe in the technology and I know I'm going to see it through a bunch of hurdles and a bunch of bumps and yada yada yada. Yeah. This doesn't. This isn't the kind of bump I was talking about, right? Like right. I was expecting it more along the lines of like it's not working. It's choppy right now, but they're working. Firmware, whatever the hell is coming yeah. out to fix this thing, like. Rolling back features tech tech wise that they made at the the announcement make seem made it seem like it was going to be so easy so ready to go yeah like, that's right. the vision
1: it's like getting that uh you know the slice of a game an e three demo three years from when it's out right you're like yeah. oh man like anthem went through that yeah right? are yeah, oh, yeah. like, oh seems awesome from that anthem. video and from concept awesome and then it finally's coming out it's like well we didn't meet our vision exactly yet um I mean I have I'm not worried that Google's going to get there with these features. Oh, no, not at all. But,
0: I'm, but it's, yeah, I'm not worried they're the going to get there. Yeah, but we're playing the beta, at which point, too, it's like... Early access, I don't know. It's That's the problem. Why didn't they call it early access? Why did they call Thank it you. Google Stadia yes. early access? We are <laughs> charging you $130, but you get the month yeah. free of the Game Pass thing, you get the controller, you get a Chromecast, you, you're getting all these yeah. things, but it is early access. This it's not
1: good marketing. <laughs> that would, yeah. Sure. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's going to sit down, I guarantee, I don't know if they even brought it up, but I half have a feeling they talked about how do we how do we go out to market with it it's like look we i don't even know if they can support N mass right like i think specifically by selling the platform for a you know higher call it a higher price you know because you're going to be able to get it cheaper once it's available um you know to everybody like I me mean, you don't need this well, i mean technically well, right, right
0: it, when it actually launches outside of the founder right now the founder's pack is the only way to use stadia right that's right once it launches so you gotta in, gotta in 2020 get you it, gotta get, it's yeah. supposed to be that if you don't want any of the crap that we yeah. have, you
1: can just buy the game. You pay 60 bucks and right. then you play it on exactly. your if TV a, or
0: your uh, your computer with a DualShock, right. your yeah, phone the, with a DualShock. This is
1: the discussion. I'm sitting here with this laptop, yeah, I, whatever. Yeah. My brother handed it down to me. and like That's not really about this laptop. But uh, maybe that's the scenario, right? And yeah. you're like, oh. I don't have to buy a new game console to maybe play Destiny at uh you know sixty frames a second. 4K. That's something we're waiting to be, you know, it's confirmed is okay. a hand me down laptop, Greg. Sorry it's not I'm gonna handle that forecast. I mean, that's, that's what they say for now. Hypothetical world. Keep up. But uh the scenario is right, you're like, oh, cool, I can just like grab my old Xbox controller, yeah, plug it in, go to Chrome, go to buy the game, single yep. just buy the game and log in. Yeah. And for sixty bucks you're uh, up and running or whatever. It's such and a so weird thing. We're look, not there yet.
0: And I I I feel like This is the push and pull between Google uh being Google and then the games people they've on being gamers. Where I think Google, probably to your point, is insistent on this being hey, this is a full this is a thing that's worth $130, buy it, buy it, buy it. Whereas I feel gamers in particular, if you were to say, hey, Guess what? We're doing an early access founders pack. This yeah. is the only way to do it. This is the way to get into it. This is how we're going to try it out and do this, and you're going to learn with us. Yeah. The, the pro, I don't think that would have gotten them the headlines they're going to get no. when this thing launches. That's right. Not complete. And I'm still like, what else is going to go wrong? If it gets there on launch day on November 19th, when The Verge and GameSpot and IG and all these people write about it, and they're like, man, it isn't up to snuff. This sucks. If it was early access, everything would be, but it's early access, this is what we
1: expected, da-da-da-da. This is not being marketed that way, and if they keep having announcements like this, trouble. You nailed it. Exactly. It's, you know, to bring Anthem up again, that's what Anthem went through, right? Remember they had the origin, premiere, subscriber access, which turned out, same thing. It was like, well, like, we're still ironing out some kinks, like... You're taking subscription money, yeah. same scenario actually as stated, and you're telling people it's this premier pro access thing. And so it just sets the a wrong tone for Wait, We're still working on some kinks, but join us. And if you're excited about this future, join us, be a part of it. It's totally different messaging, right? And that's the thing is like
0: if, it, if, it, if there's more of this and if we get there and it's not, where it sh- it's not ready for prime time, which it will not be. I did not (laughs) not buy my Founders bag expecting Google Stadia to be exactly what I envisioned and dreamed of on November 19th.
1: Yeah, so I think some of that's in there. I I mean, I do give them credit. What's interesting, I finally saw this trailer Uh because something – I've been complaining about all these things, I feel like, on Gamescast and probably this show, too. i was like, your Ubers, too, the Muni. Anybody who will listen. Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, hey, if you were to the stadium, Uber (laughs) driver. But, you know, I felt like they have not done a good job from the announcement until this video. Thankfully, this video finally starts to clear things up but... Like what is it? How does it work? I was like, why don't you just have a video that like clearly explains yeah. it? They finally did it. I think that was really good. It's still I had a few thoughts on that too. I'm like, well, That's glances over some things you. and here comes the the Fran Whale well, video yeah, yeah, producer. Yeah. Uh is that footage from Stadia that you're using? No, probably not. It's direct source capture footage. Do you I'm gonna this is a whole new discussion I wanna have at some point, but okay. are they on the line for all their trailers? And I guarantee you they're not gonna be. Are they gonna use the the compressed? footage that you're going to see in their trailers Brand, it's not going to be compressed if i have whatever the hell the mb down i need Four, to be that's true so if they use here's where i'd be happy if they use 4k hdr that's fine and they label it as such those are the trailers i think that's because you know when you see a game trailer you kind of want to see it from that platform we go through this with other platforms I, too. I mean i think
0: that like they'd worry about the ftc They're i don't think they're capturing oh
1: they're not worried about it. i'm saying for gamers uh, I look. We're way past it. A ton. Fran, of game You trailers. just need
0: thirty-five megabits per second to get four K HDR video, sixty frames yeah. per second, five point one. Well, and I have that,
1: so I'm not worried. But where I'm going with it, this is another side of like the ethics of Mark game marketing. Sure. So, I'll use the example. We now know Red Dead's on its way November 5th on PC. Exactly. <laughs> That's the old west sound. Time What wantin' tarnation bees? <laughs> There's a stake in my boot. Um. Anyway, so. But where I was going to this is now imagine going forward all the Red Dead Online updates and everything, Yeah, you know, for PlayStation even. Like it doesn't – usually it doesn't work that way for PlayStation probably. But imagine that the trailers were now using PC footage because it looks the best. Um, yeah, yeah. Most people may not even notice. They're like, dang, that game looks good on PlayStation. And it's like, well, it's the be- – we just use PC footage. What are the ethics of using the actual source footage and making sure the audience knows what's there? So different topic. Uh but back maybe to where we were, which is like the marketing of Stadia. uh, you know the pro edition i think yeah so there's going to be some other shoes to drop i think you're right uh rob Robbie roy gives me a you're wrong nine to five google apparently
0: i said five to nine google it's a night shift <laughs> google website we you know what i mean <laughs> 5 a.m to
1: 9 a.m
0: everyone including jeff that's grubb and lord of pwn are like it's still going to be compressed greg that's how it works and it is, shut up everybody i it's fine yeah exactly. i was just giving frank crap it's fine uh Don't yeah sorry i was about that was going off on a rant there i think but you, you Well, it's all part of it parker Petrov. Mm-hmm. Writes in to uh, patreon.com slash game. So the question that starts not about this, but kind of gets there. So stick with me. You said, Fran, this is what queued up this question in my head. You said you trust Google to get there.
1: Yeah. Parker like, Petroff. controller. Parker Petroff yeah. writes in
0: and says, hello, Greg and Fran. Project xCloud has been out in beta for several days now, and the reports thus far have been that the technology works. While Google announced that it is discontinuing its Google Daydream VR program with the quote, there hasn't been the broad consumer or developer adoption that we had hoped, and we've seen decreasing usage over time of the Daydream View headset. We saw a lot of potential in smartphone VR, this is still the quote, Uh, being able to use the smartphone you carry with you everywhere to power an immersive on-the-go experience. But over time, we noticed some clear limitations constraining smartphone VR from being a viable, long-term solution. Most notably, asking people to put their phone in a headset and lose access to the apps they use throughout the day causes immense friction, end quote if xcloud just works and offers consumer un- consumers another way to play games on their that they already own on their xbox do you think google can win over ne- enough customer confidence to be successful with stadia or in 5 years will you be able to swap out google daydream and insert stadia into their most recent announcement do you think google is committed to stadia long term
1: or is it like a vr thing for them is it like a- no yeah I mean, it's definitely long term with all the hires they're making yeah. and uh, the amount of courting they've done with everyone from rockstar to ubisoft to uh, uh I'm trying to think of one more like really big you always got to name three things you know but sure. they, they, they're working with triple a publishers and clearly uh yeah gearbox borderlands is coming to it, all yeah. of the above right there's big stuff coming. That doesn't happen with no money exchange. And in other oh, words... Oh, no, I
0: know there's money being exchanged. The concern always is if... Like, think of it this way. Yeah. You, we talk about Anthem, right? We talk about Fallout 76. You talk mm-hmm. about all these blemishes, right? You get to launch something once. They are launching Google Stadia. Sounds like not the complete version or the even the yeah. vision that we were it's pitched on version. for Google Stadia. They're charging money for it. They're not calling it early access. They're not calling it a beta. Yeah. That is going – I can I can go to my computer right now and write you a dozen different headlines of what yeah. that's going to be oh, like yeah. when that those reviews hit, right? Just,
1: yeah. Confusion is coming despite and that's the all thing the disclaimers. Of,
0: to what we were talking about earlier where I think gamers get that, I don't think general public gets that. So if they see that Google Stadia is a failure, Google Stadia didn't do what it was supposed to do, Google uh, Stadia isn't hitting the marks it's supposed to hit, that's poisoned the well for them. Mm-hmm. And if the well gets poisoned, then it's constantly Google Stadia trying to push this boulder up a mountain and mm-hmm. then i want then you do wonder as google yeah, with the daydream like, thing or uh, with the fucking uh, google social network that's already gone but it was well, google uh, plus. plus yeah like it, at what point do they look at this and like this isn't worth it we did put in a bunch of money we did hire phil
1: harrison we did hire jack Buser. we have all these different people pull the plug uh Yeah, no, look, it's always possible. Um, but even Google Plus was around for, I don't know, five, seven years. It was around a long time, despite yeah. um, that it was uh, never really working for them. So, again, I, I believe they're in this for years to come. So I, it's hard to define... Where do you like? What is the the analog here? Like when you say, "Oh, is it just going to be Daydream?" Like, how long was Daydream around? Like, I don't two years or I I don't. I I I, I
2: think that the if I can chime in just for a second. Please do, Kevin. There he is. Big Kev Dog's awake. Oh, the the difference with Daydream is that it required a peripheral that only worked with certain devices, and uh, like I think that the cardboard also worked with it. But like Mm -hmm. that, who's doing that? You know what I mean? Totally, totally. This thing, I hear you. Yeah, it was this. Is something that, like, takes the place of buying an actual console. And I think that's where there's a huge difference. If someone can come in, pay $60 for a game, and not require anything else... Yeah. And now, with the way things are trending more towards cross-platform play and cross-platform saves... Yeah. Like, I really think that this could make a big impact in the sense that, like, you no longer need this, the investment cost of... Five hundred dollars for a new console? Like, oh, yeah. you know, the newer ones are going to cost that much. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No that that is the one place that um, as competition is coming uh, with PlayStation Five and the Xbox Scarlet, whatever it will be called, um, Stadia seemingly still stands alone. Like in other words, XCloud. It by the way it works. I've played it at least in a limited environment. Have you yeah, played the beta works. or just the stuff Not at e three? Beta, just okay. stuff at yeah, e three. So yeah, I actually would love to try this out. Um, but yeah, like xCloud, like Microsoft is going to get it working. Which one is better by what margin? But see, this is my thing, and mm-hmm. I think
0: you're about to see the tables turn, where I do think that for the longest time, we've seen xCloud, but they've been in the backseat. They had the great trailer. Mm-hmm. We played at E3. That's cool. They're doing it right. The beta is running right now, and so far, the word on the street is it works. Yeah. That's all. We, anybody, it does this work. Does it do what it wants? And it seems like Google Stadia is about to come out and be like, it right, works, but the features they wanted, the, the, the controller, the, I don't even. Oh, it's got to fall in the fire and everything.
1: Yeah, how's the store? What, where do I find it? It's like, here's my thing. The, the my usual. confidence <laughs> level,
0: based on the fact that the controller isn't Bluetooth and ready to go to the phones, that it's limited. I can't even use it on my iPhone, right? It's just on this. Does not instill confidence that at launch they're going to have that thing they wanted where it's like I'm watching a, somebody on YouTube and I can click through and join their oh, game no, and play yeah. the thing and do the We're stuff. very far from and that. And so like, if it's going to come out and it's going to be like, guess what, everybody? The controller's here. You the, forget the controller. Stadia's here, and the games you're playing on it run, but the other stuff isn't. That's where you're gonna get dinged on marks. It's an incomplete thing. It's even hard to review. Review in progress. Where after a week, we're ending it here. Whereas XCloud, if it just keeps working and keeps building goodwill, yeah. when you finally launch XCloud, and it yeah, is the same from... thing we're talking about, it's th- good enough.
2: I think that the, the difference is gonna come that like with with XCloud. What right now we still speculate that you need to buy the console, right? Mm-mm. No. No, 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 yeah, it's
1: a different service, and you like can it,
0: use it with your console. But you're just—it's the the idea is going to be that you have an Xbox in the sky, like I have a Google, I, a PC I think in the
2: car. that that Stadia making like I I don't know if XCloud's gonna like Are you gonna have to buy some sort of tr- subscription to, to run it? or anything? I believe
1: you you are going to. They haven't yeah. said that clearly. I don't think, I, and I. I
2: I would imagine but it also it probably is going to be some sort of uh like the game pass or something that's I right I mean, I if I, so
0: I, the way i've heard i had an uh the, my understanding of x cloud is that it's going to be you will sign up and have an Xbox account or a Microsoft account or whatever, and then you will buy games through the Xbox store, and then they'll be in the console in the sky, I keep right. writing at. There it is. And you would, whatever controller configuration, we are just on your phone, dial into that, and that's your library up there. If you already have a
1: library like we do, then that'll be up there in the sky, ready what we ready to be yeah. used. but what we don't know is if you need Microsoft, you know, Xbox Live. Gold yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, waiting into those specifics, don't. I then don't then know. We, kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if I don't know. The reason that, I bring this up is because at E3, I started to dive in, and I was like, I had a different perception of X Cloud, uh which was effectively yeah. I, I here's sort of what happened. I was at E3 and I was like, oh, so let's just say whatever. I own Halo, and uh, now I just want to move over play it on my phone. And we got into this like weird back and forth, and they're like, well, that's X Cloud, and this is this, and I was like, what do you mean? It's like, do I have to pay for it? And they're like, well. You know, it's a different service. And so we got in this weird back and forth, and it was, I don't think, announced yet exactly how. Well, it, yeah, I'm sure there's And still Maybe they've them changed their now. mind since then, too. So um,
2: I have a feeling that Stadia will definitely affect what their service looks like cost sure. wise. Because coming out and being like, all right, the, the service exists, you just have to buy the games, you know? And with a platform like that, I'm sure that there's going to be smaller games that are there for free that are want to get exposure
1: you know Yep. yeah i mean it's such a different like business model for google at this point and again we'll see obviously they want to sell subscriptions but like you're saying kevin it's like they're just going to be selling some games and taking a small share of that uh, that's not really that's not money for google again we talked about this too it's like they've got much bigger plans in terms of i guess who knows advertising youtube usage and the google machine that it is they have a different business model than these I other just, companies
0: yeah it's going to be interesting because i feel it's a I, I, I've always compared this one we talked about it to PlayStation VR but PlayStation VR did the right th- did it the right way of hey everybody, we're launching this thing it's a weird quirky device. if you buy it, you're on for the ride with us yeah we're gonna see where it goes together And everybody's like, all right cool and they bought it and people didn't bitch. Google Stadia, people are expecting 4k computer in the sky that's yeah. going to work with everything and if it get if you get it on day one and you want to happen and it's not hitting that.
1: And it's I gotta go look for asterisks in a video. That's what I mean. exactly. Um, so maybe to finish off the points, I would say just remember though that Ultimate still uh, fits into an interesting niche. Is oh, I that can't wait? Yeah, uh, folks who want to play say 4K on their TV, or that th- you still don't have to buy like a super expensive console. I still and- I stand by the fact that my plan with it's going to be that
0: I'm gonna get it on November 19th, turn it on, see how it works. Of course, all the games are gonna be old, and I'm invested in other things. I'm sure they're. I'm sure. When when id software called them was like hey uh, <laughs> I we're not- pushing doom I'm sure everybody was like oh my god uh, yeah. and That's so it's like I've been showing everybody. I'm gonna turn it on I'm gonna be like all right cool this is fine and I'm gonna put it aside till 2020 when I can start playing games day and date or transferring saves between things I really care about
1: yeah maybe come back to Red Dead now hopefully it runs like see. We don't even know that's going to run on the PC code, but anyway, we'll see. Mm, Anyway, we don't know. Uh, Two things to correct here.
0: Uh, Robbie Rob writes in and says, it's Robbie Rob, not Robbie Roy. (laughs) 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 So the guy who corrected me on the Google 5 to 9, 9 to 5, I got his name (laughs) wrong, too. (laughs) I'm batting 1,000 today.
1: Greg, get some rest. Ah, man, never. For
0: (laughs) Christ's sake. Number two, Blizzard bans American University kids after all. This is Patrick Klepek over at Vice. When three 19-year-old college Hearthstone players held up a free Hong Kong boycott Blizz sign during an official competition stream, they knew what they were doing. The move came only days after Blizzard created an international political incident after a high-profile player staged a protest in the same manner. Uh, they were asking Blizzard to blink, ban us too. At the time, nothing happened to the American University team players Casey Chambers, uh, Corwin Dark, and their third teammate, who goes by the online handle, Jammer. Blizzard cut away from the sign, and the casters assigned to the team pretended like nothing happened. in the original incident, the casters hid under their desks uh, during the protest, and Blizzard, even after taking time to reconsider, still roared them with a six-month ban. But Blizzard's silence towards Chambers and his friends always had a ticking time limit. Despite losing the tournament round, they were scheduled to play again. Blizzard's response came last night, only a few days after the company publicly doubled down on a series of discrepancy I'm sorry, disciplinary actions against Chung Blitz Chung y- Oh Ing Wei, who originally set this into motion. In a letter to Chambers, Blizzard said that while, quote, every voice matters at Blizzard, and we strongly encourage everyone in our community to share their viewpoints in the many places available to them express to express themselves, uh, an official broadcast was not that venue. And it seems to be the place and it's and it needs to be a place where all are welcome. To Blizzard, supporting the protest violates that, a reaction that's perfectly in line with Blizzard's ongoing politics is fine, just not here mantra. As a result, the three players were given a six-month competitive ban, the same as Blitzchung. While Blitzchung was originally banned for a year, one of the few concessions from Blizzard's open letter to the community on Friday was ratcheting down a year-long ban. Quote, we knew exactly what we were doing, said Chambers to me over Discord this morning. No regrets. Mm -hmm.
1: Fuck yeah. Go get them, yeah. American University kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a show of solidarity. Uh, I don't it's definitely newsworthy. Uh, the story continues, is that Blizzard's still in, you know, a tough spot. Uh, Imran and I talked about it again on Tuesday. Um, it's a story it's a, it's... about how the response went with a six month walk back. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but the point is this is gonna go on. We got BlizzCon coming up. Um, I, mean, I don't you know bl- what else to say about it other than like, yeah, they knew this was gonna happen. They know it's against the policy. Um and well it then shows fun. solidarity, awesome for them. They were willing to to face that ban. They knew it was coming.
0: If you don't know what else to say about it, we'll let Robbie Rob, who wrote into patreon.com slash kinda funny games and is going for the MVP award today, right? He says, <laughs> Dear sweet Gran, Greg and Fran. Oh, I like it. Uh, With the Hearthstone Collegiate team getting the same six-month penalty as Blitzchung, it should be seen as fair treatment as they both had done the same act over a live stream. However, fans are up in arms again because of the delay of this action by Blizzard because of the delay of the punishment. Do you believe Blizzard finally got around to seeing this team and gave them the same punishment, or was it the fans outraged that they didn't get the same penalty as Blitzchung that caused the ban?
1: No, I think they're crapping their pants at every, they're like, God, again? And they're like, what do we do? And they all have to sit down and send 100 emails back and forth and decide how they're going to go out to market with yet another, you know, stoking this fire. They don't want to, they don't want to stoke that fire. I think that's why there was a delay. They're like, uh, and they're probably learning from this, which is like, when it happens again, can they react more quickly? What's. In other words, they have a policy that they just changed a little, apparently, or what's the penalties for doing it. it?
0: They explained it. More.
1: They finally, it took them, I don't know, it was almost a week and a half or maybe it was a week. It took them a while first to just address the penalty right. and say something. Then they walked it back a little. Now they have that in place, but then it happened again, slightly different but very similar now it's a policy on that policy of how you deal with it. And so, in other words, I just think they're evolving to like, okay, if this happens, how quickly are they going to enforce these bans? And I it? think the, fa-
0: the reason they went after the American Collegiate Kids is very much because of the reaction to it. I think they would have gotten around to it you without You think they would have ignored it if, if people didn't talk about it? Is that what you're saying? I, I think, yeah, it w- it definitely, I, don't mm. have, I think we would have ignored it maybe more if, if it wasn't such a big deal. The problem here is that you can literally see the pipe get clogged. Where it's like they do the Blitzchung initial ban of a year, everyone loses their mind. They start going into crisis mode, you imagine. How are we going to handle this? The American Collegiate kids do it, what, 24, 48 hours afterwards? And then it's like, cool, they're the fuckers, goddammit. But it's like, we got to handle this first. And then it it started that conversation of, well, we got to make this right. Clearly, we're pissing everybody off. And until they figured out what they wanted to do with blitzchung they couldn't do anything to the American kids, because yeah. you couldn't come out and do the exact same thing. You're banned for a year, and everybody's like, it's, you know, it's just, yeah, no matter what,
1: like I all- mean, Monday
0: morning, Blizzard walked in with their coffee cup and looked around like, man, everything's on fire, and we're fucked, yeah. so let's just strap in. It's gonna can't get It can only get worse, I guess. There's no easy way out of
1: this. Yeah. There's no good way to fix this problem. It's, again, with BlizzCon coming, I just can't imagine How bad do you think BlizzCon's going to be? Um... I definitely think there's going to be a lot of those signs out there. I think it's going to be pretty bad. Yeah, I think – I mean, they also broadcast stuff from there, right? Yeah. So it just oh, yeah. seems – now, it's one thing for the audience to have signs. So I guess they can uh, limit that probably. They're going to limit stuff like that, I assume. Yeah,
0: but even then, like, even that's going to be like, the thing. People are going to have a T-shirt on yeah. their T-shirt. And, and so, I've seen no, it, I think I've it's going to be
1: the, I've seen it on uh, the Blizzard
0: subreddit, right, the conversations of, like, they're not going to let us bring in signs. They're not going to let us wear free Hong Kong shirts, so we need to all wear – Neon orange shirts, or neon with like something that like you can get in and
1: be like, "All right, you're wearing a shirt." A ribbon, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be bad. The the um, the crisis is bad, and uh, people want to talk about this, and they feel you know suppressed now, even though like. I understand Blizzard's general policy, but it makes them look like you know they're trying to say no, no, no. We're in support of your voice, and but they're also not they, going to they drop that not, fucking. Yeah, line. they're not. They're never going to say they're uh, they, they're not going to say free Hong Kong.
0: Every voice matters at Blizzard, and we right. strongly encourage everyone in our community to share their viewpoints in the many places available to express themselves. But not here. Not not this place. Fence, crotch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, we love that you have Stratally. an opinion express yeah. it just not on the show not on the tournament stage yeah and that's uh, just such bullshit
1: i think the but you know i understand their policy by the way because you could imagine what about all the other stuff like if they're going to allow you to say that then what if you want to support this other stuff we've talked about this kind of I, exactly I, the other side of the coin is like yeah
0: like if you went up there and you're like well, oh yeah fuck yeah. i love the kkk Whatever. right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. any number of things that it's like wait. but then i flip it back again where it's just like okay cool When the next person wins the championship and they go up there and I just just want to thank God... You had to ban them. That could offend me as an right. atheist. That could yeah, offend me as somebody faith, who believes
1: in a different faith. Politics. Right? Said, Jesus Yeah, where do you draw the line? Yeah,
0: exactly. And that's the um, thing where it's like if you, it's already a gray area and it's already used your best judgment. Your best judgment of somebody from their fucking home country saying freedom is good. Yeah. Not not that outlandish of a statement where you need to actually crack the whip here and be like, no, fu- it's over. Yeah. Because nope. then for sure, like the next time somebody – like mm-hmm. get, I would get up – if I was still playing these things, if my livelihood depended on I was doing <laughs> this, I'd get up there and just be a robot, Right. Right. Good win. We did good. You know what I mean? Like, give them <laughs> nothing. But, like, even then, i want to walk away. Yeah, you're like, now I
1: have to be as boring as possible. I cut off
0: some of it. I think it was Patrick's story or somebody else was talking about how one of the American Collegiate kids has already moved over to one of the other, like, uh, games. Not, oh, like, one they're, the like, big trying ones, to but... get off Blizzard games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. playing other stuff there. Yeah.
1: But, um, but well, I was going to say, they're never going to take a political side, which means they'll never, there's no way to resolve it. They're in a, in a super hot spot. Meaning, unless they say genuinely somehow statement after statement of free Hong Kong, like what could they say? Yeah. Um, so, meaning, I, I don't know what they're going to do. They just, you know, again, something Imran and I already talked about. But like, they got to make it through boycott. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yeah. To see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I'm fascinated. Everybody's going to have these orange t-shirts. <laughs> well, now, Greg, why? Yeah, maybe I need to I need to pick the color for everybody. I need to. see. I the wonder course. how he came up with that. Everybody, where's your orange? Uh, orange is good Halloween, color. You're know in
0: mean? Halloween mode over yeah. here, Greg. Meanwhile, you know, Texas University, like, we got plenty of orange shirts. (laughs) Uh, Number three on the Roper Report, Capcom will revive dormant IPs. This is Dustin Bailey over at PC Games N. After a lot of middling years, Capcom has made a big comeback thanks to the quality of games like Monster Hunter World, Devil May Cry 5, and the Resident Evil 2 remake. That quality has translated to sales, too, and Capcom plans to capitalize on that kind of success by continuing to bring back series that haven't been seen in a while. In its 2019 financial report, Capcom tells investors that the company will revive dormant intellectual properties for which we have not recently released new titles by increasing the number of our developers. Capcom's priority is still on making the most of its current crop of core series, but the company is, quote, also actively looking to utilize dormant IP, end quote. Capcom isn't ready to announce any of these revivals, of course, and that sort of news wouldn't come in a financial report anyway. Dino Crisis and Darkstalker fans uh, have perhaps been the longest suffering among the Capcom faithful since they've been the better part of two decades for a pro- er, no, they've been the better part of two decades for a proper fourth entry in either series. Parentheses that Dino Crisis
1: fan remake looks great, but it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Investor report, they want to get a little bit of, uh, you know, stoke the fires. Sure. And get people excited that they've already been doing well with. Well-known IPs, and now they're like, "Yeah, but we've got a lot in our backlog." In other words, they're kind of met with, you know, what are we going to tell investors um, that more of the same is coming, or we have brand new IPs on the way? We've been working on new stuff. Or, by the way, we have this huge catalog, and this is a small. What smart, do you think you're start, start looking
0: What do you think is the next one? So, Capcom Master...
1: arcade bowling, Greg. I've been waiting oh, for God. this. Finally, Capcom arcade VR bowling. No, I don't know. Jared um, Peggy's going doki doki. He's yeah, all he, excited he's, about what the hell you're talking
0: about. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Monster Hunter, obviously Resident Evil, Devil May Cry. What do you see it next then?
1: Is it going to be Onimusha finally? They put that out, right? Tim Gettys loved it. No yeah, one else talked you know, about it. We did. We actually did talk about. It. I was. I was struggling. I was like, wit of all their games, you know, that have uh, come and gone and come and gone, what would it be?" Uh, actually, I didn't think of that one. That might actually be legit. I mean, I think there's room for that. I, you know, when Tim mentioned it almost as a joke, I was like, "Dude, like Dark Souls and, and that. Those types of games are hot." Yeah. And Onimusha's is somewhere in there, and I wouldn't be surprised to see an Onimusha that's. Right in that action RPG um, meta that is happening right now. Looking
0: off the Wikipedia thing right here, they have a bunch. Uh, Ace Attorney's been happening, so I'm not worried about that. Bionic Commando,
1: yeah. Bionic Commando. Remember when they tried to do it? Yeah, Dreads and it was not good. Yeah, not a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be. But that that definitely is a name that I think a lot of people recognize. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wonder if you and I've said this before, and I know people are always sick of it, but I wonder what they think of Dead Rising now. Now,
0: granted, you've not been long-suffering for Dead Rising games. Maybe you've been long-suffering for good Dead Rising games. Dead Rising 4 came and went like, you know, a fart in the wind. Nobody cared about it. (laughs) And so if you were to go back to basics, just do a new Dead Rising, give it to people who understand what that game made the first one special. But Ghosts and Goblins is like... I mean, like, it's the whole thing of...
1: I was just going to say, yeah, I think Ghosts and Gobbles is on the table.
0: Yeah. Mega Man, of course. But again, Mega Man, I feel like
1: they what, dialing it back and doing legacy collections and sticking to that 8-bit side scroller is what people want. I don't know, though. I think you're an alien. I think these are the conversations they're having, which is like, look, we've got this formula kind of going. I mean, I really's not everything applies to the Resident Evil engine, but something's sure. going on with the teams. They're just on fire, and so I feel like they are in that position. They can hand uh, Mega Man over now to a team and get it, have the people that are uh, just on fire really in terms of production and the quality what they're pumping out I I do think Mega Man is going to happen Um, so I think you're hitting on the stuff that will um, in the back of my mind, I want to still see stuff like the old uh, Capcom Five, which was the exclusive lineup for GameCube. Uh, but in particular, out of a a beautiful, beautiful Joe, Joe a beautiful baby.
0: fucking Joe, yes, yes. a Let's thousand
1: go. percent. They should do a Beautiful Joe again. I would love to see a Beautiful Joe if uh, if I could. I mean, it's interesting because that team is more uh, over what at Platinum now or whatever. Yeah,
0: but I mean, still, just like in general, take that idea again. That'd be a cool thing to reboot, re-visualize. You know, it doesn't. I don't want it. I don't want the exact same GameCube game. I want it to be. Yeah, no. What's the new modern? Version of that? Yeah, but Beautiful
1: modern. Joe was. I thought a cool franchise it hit on those comic book tones yeah. and anyway they, they do have a big catalog um, so now I'm just excited to see them doing something new even though of course I just want more Resident Evil Resident you know Evil. what I mean like they could just stick to Resident Evil I'd be pretty happy with that and well, Monster don't worry Hunter. you're going to get more Resident Evil yeah and
0: you're going to get more Monster Hunter for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is a correction, p- clarification kind of. Uh, Outer Worlds will be PlayStation 4 enhanced. <laughs> this is from hey! Private Division's Twitter. Uh, if you missed this yesterday, you guys talked about this, uh, the quick synopsis. In, in a statement to Windows Central, a Private Division spokesperson said that the Outer Worlds, did I say wild? The Outer Worlds will only support 4K on Xbox One, no enhancements for PlayStation 4 Pro. This means that you will only be able to play the Outer Worlds in 4K on Xbox One X and PC with the PS4 Pro pro capping it at 1080p. You and Imran talked about that yesterday. It was all good. Congratulations. Today, though, they tweeted, The Outer Worlds is enhanced for both Xbox One X and PlayStation 4 Pro. It includes 4K textures and resolution on Xbox One X and PC, and up samples to 4K from
1: 1440p on PS4 Pro. It looks great across all platforms, and we're excited (laughs) for players to experience The Outer Worlds on October 25th. That was another this is fine moment. I don't know how the statement came up of... So it was half right, if you read it, right? I believe private division said this 4k uh is only on xbox one that's true comma no enhancements for ps4 pro that part was not true apparently it is a 2k uh wait right 1440p is 2k up roughly up sampled so you are getting you know a higher quality resolution on xbox one x but there are enhancements for ps4 pro yeah that's what i'm reading from this yes, story they, are, they yeah, got yeah, that yeah. right yeah you got it right so they just said no enhancements and of course like ps4 pro people are like it's what like, no
0: it's, an, it's just not what the you? same uh, yeah
1: what are you doing to us? There you go. The record straight. If you uh, were holding out. Everybody thought, of course, it was because Microsoft bought Obsidian. Sure. I mean, they were speculating. Oh, maybe they're holding back on the features. But no. Just no. Seems like oh, it's a hardware limitation. It's just we misspoke. Know. Yep. Oops. Oopsie daisy. Now we know. Fran, I can't wait to see if the Outer
0: Worlds is good. But October 25th is still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grub. Where
1: would I go? The upcoming list of software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday yeah.
0: out today it's a biggin get ready strap in kevin felix the reaper <laughs> playstation 4 xbox one switch pc and mac kind ps4 xbox one switch and pc monkey king hero is back ps4 and pc stranded sails explorers of the cursed islands ps4 xbox one switch and pc stella xbox one Little Big Workshop, PC. The Beast Inside, PC. Sea Salt, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Demon Pit, PC. Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes, PS4 and PC. Summer Sweetheart, Switch. Uh, Domiverse, Switch. Rabby Rabby, Switch. Uh, Battle Planet, Judgment Day, Switch, PC. Sub Level Zero Redux, Switch. Sega Ages, uh, Jesus, Ichi Dantar, Switch, Sega Ages, Columns 2, Switch, The Jackbox Party Pack 6, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC and Mac, Where the Bees Make Honey on Switch, Miniature, The Story Puzzle on Switch, Dark Masyama, PC and Mac, Raising Hell, PC, Cat Lady, PC, Six Ages Ride Like the Wind, PC and Mac, Little Big Workshop, PC and Mac, and then The Sea of Thieves, Fort of the Damned is here, And yesterday, Gears 5 got an update. Mm. It's been just over a month since Gears 5 celebrated its worldwide launch with Xbox Game Pass. And today, we're evolving your Gears 5 multiplayer experience with four new characters. The Cog Gear, the DB, the Warden, and General Ram, the ruthless, Locust military leader. Every character added to Gears 5 will feature powerful multiplayer abilities to master. Uh, These new heroes and villains are available today and can be earned through gameplay or purchased in the in-game store. And then, uh, yeah, okay, All Saints Wake... Halloween event for Final Fantasy fourteen starts today as well. I know yes. you're
1: all over that. Oh yeah, you, you love that Final Fantasy. I actually did want to play Final, Four, Final Fantasy fourteen at some point, but yeah. there's zero time to do that. Just hearing about that Gears update, I was like, oh Ooh. yeah, I really want to finish that game. Yeah, I gotta like, I gotta play Gears for. <clears> game I don't year. know when when is that going to happen, gonna happen Greg? Yeah, I I mean, gotta, We gotta get you over to Destiny still. So. I know there's, there's little too much tour to do. I gotta do the Destiny.
0: I gotta keep playing Death Stranding. I gotta worry about Outer Worlds in a second. I gotta go do this thing. Check out that
1: new specialization in uh, Division. Division?
0: Yeah, well, I'm more. I gotta get the Halloween masks. I want that yeah. Halloween sign on drop. Yeah. I gotta, you gonna you know. try Fortnite 2 at all? Yeah. love to do that. Yeah, I know. Because, I mean, yeah, you like hop in and Luigi's out with the I'd
1: like to keep playing that. I got Witcher on Switch. That's a daydream. That's never going to happen. These are nice problems to have, Grant. Great problems to have, Fran. Remember how it used to be? You'd pick, like, one console and try to stick with it, and there'd only be, like, one good game that released every year for a while? Well, that's because you're a like, Nintendo fan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got him. He got got him. He got that. (laughs) There it is.
0: Uh, Deals of the day for you. I got two. Uh, This weekend, Xbox Live, Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members can play. Tom Clancy's Division 2, Age of Wonders, Planetfall, and Stellaris Console Edition for free on Xbox One during this weekend's free play days. Then, Victoria Song at Gizmodo says, We've all been there. Sign up for a free trial and then get dinged with a pesky automatic subscription renewal. If you're one of the early adopters who leapt onto the Apple Arcade train as soon as it launched, here's a friendly reminder that you might want to cancel before your credit card gets charged. Of course, uh, you get one free month and Apple Arcade launched on September 19th.
1: So that's right around the corner, Frank. It is. It's actually a really nice reminder, but it definitely comes off as like... A mean thing to say about a new platform. I'm that sure Apple's like, God, God
0: damn it! Yeah, come and on. It's funny. It's
1: only like what five bucks or something, uh, so it's not crazy. But uh, five bucks is five bucks. But it, right, doesn't the story come off as kind of like mean spirited? But it's not. It's not. No, I no. no I really she goes on it. to talk about hey, hundreds of games and they were yeah. great. And we really liked it. But yeah, just yeah. a friendly reminder. But it yeah. uh, could come off as like, hey, but you might want to your PlayStation I subscription. Got, I still
0: got to beat Grindstone on there. It's I got Neo Cab waiting for me. I love Mini, mini Motorways. Right come after on. all these other games, exactly. Well, that's a different thing, right? Now I play these waiting for the train. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lug out the Switch out of my sure. backpack and play Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Now it's time for a reader a mail. You can write in at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Brooklyn and you spend a third of your life in your sheets. Don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? Uh, when you sleep well, you live well. On hotel quality sheets that don't cost an arm and a leg, Brooklyn and Sheets are named the winner of the best of online betting category by Good Housekeeping. Raving reviews from Business Insider, Apartment Therapy, Men's Health, and of course, kind of funny. Everybody knows I sleep on Brooklyn and Sheets. I talk about it all the time. Jen was impressed I was able to mix and match it correctly. Yeah. But when you click the buttons and see the colors, fan, it's easy. Brooklyn has over 35000 five-star reviews, more than any other online betting company, and half a million happy sleepers and counting. Uh, These are luxury sheets, towels, bedding, and more without the luxury markup. Most betting is marked up as much as 300%. Brooklyn was the first direct-to-consumer betting company, meaning they work directly with the manufacturers and directly with the customers. No middleman, just a great product and service. Uh, Sheets just don't feel great. They look great, too. You can mix and match over 20 colors and patterns. Brooklyn.com is giving an exclusive offer to my listeners. You can get 10% off and free shipping when you use the promo code games at brooklinen.com brooklinen is so confident in their product and their sheets comforters and towels they all come with a lifetime warranty the only way to get 10 percent off and free shipping is use the promo code games at brooklinen.com that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n dot com promo code games brooklinen these are the best sheets ever our next sponsor is Manscaped. Support for Kind of Funny Games Daily comes from Manscaped, who is the number one, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Halloween is right around the corner, and you don't want to spook someone with your scary bush. You might be a Chewbacca, Bigfoot, or Harry Bear, but it's what's under your costume that really matters. Again, I wrote this next part. I like to read it verbatim. Greg and Tim are using Manscaped, and they both took a look at each other yesterday in the office, and they were like, looking good, man. Because it implies we were Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. out, you know? Don't be that hairy guy. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with the Perfect Package 2.0. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll find their electric trimmer called the Lawn Mower 2.0. This waterproof and skin-safe technology will protect you from nicking your pumpkins. Uh, you can also create less mess by trimming in the shower. And, of course, let's not forget about the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why aren't you putting it on the smelliest part of your body? For on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. It's time to get clean and mean with this perfect package 2.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code games at manscaped.com. Stay sexy this Halloween. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code games at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com. Use the code games. And our final sponsor is Escape the Invasion. Ever wonder what you'd do if you found yourself in the middle of a post-apocalyptic world that has been ravaged by a deadly virus infected by aliens, inflicted by aliens, looking for a unique date, Or game night that gets you off of your devices and truly interacting with each other. You've got to check out this game called Escape the Invasion. It's all about immersive experiences and they just announced the launch of their new post-apocalyptic themed subscription box. From the makers of Hunted Killer, the popular true crime mystery subscription box comes Alien Invasion, the sci-fi game where you are a survivor on a rapidly dying earth after an in- alien invasion. You find a refuge in a government bu- bunker, but is it safe to the outside? Is it safe in the outside world? You can, what well, can you trust your fellow survivors? You think you're safe now that you found a refuge, but There is a council that creates and controls every aspect of life in the bunker. What will you choose? Freedom or safety? With Escape the Invasion, you will receive a box of clues, physical items, and evidence each month. It's up to you to piece it all together, solve the mystery, and save humanity. Not everything is as it seems in this challenging game. Uh, It's been called an escape room delivered to your front door where Fallout meets Alien. Escape the invasion is a great way to get you off your phones and connecting with your friends. Or if you prefer a solo adventure, you can interact with our online community to swap theories and help others out. These are high quality, handcrafted clues that get lost, to get you lost in the post-apocalyptic world, and make you feel like humanity is truly in your hand. Uh, Jen and I uh, have Hunt a Killer subscription. It's fun. You get it. You open it up. You open a bottle of wine. You play. The, you go through the clues. You try to figure out who's killing who. Frank. Mm-hmm. Right now. Just for our listeners, you can go to EscapeTheInvasion.com slash KF Games for 20% off your first box. That's EscapeTheInvasion.com slash KF Games for 20% off your first box. EscapeTheInvasion.com slash KF Games. Can you survive the alien apocalypse? Frank can't. Can't put <laughs> hairspray on anymore. Frank's Be careful out. out there, Greg. Big Brain on Brad. And Kevin, there's a link in this one I'd like you to open up for me. Sure. Big Brain on Brad. Says, Greg, fellow gamer and WWE follower here. Have you been keeping up with the upcoming release of WWE 2K20? If you haven't, or for those interested, Yukes, an original developer of the series for 20 years, has left, leaving a newer studio to take the reins. The outcome: a dumpster fire. It appears littered with bugs, and it appears littered with bugs. Uh, the the a lot of character models are way off, and let's not even talk about the physics engine. See Bianca Belair's comparison here. You want to toss it up, Kev? Uh, it's gonna cycle here as a gift. You see your hair right there on the uh, yeah the the left obviously the older version on the right here some leaked version I think of the other one. Uh, I don't understand how 2K thinks this is a good idea. Take a year off, get comfortable with your own assets, and kick some ass next gen. I want to vote with my wallet and not buy this game, but I am conflicted. This year marks another first. The man, Becky Lynch, is on the cover alongside Roman Reigns. A first for a female in the WWE. A revolution has been ongoing for females of WWE, and part of me wants to support that effort. What are your
1: thoughts on all of this? Uh, have we seen gameplay footage of this yet like actual gameplay? there's
0: trailers and stuff I google around if you just put in uh, WWE 2K20 looks terrible you'll find all sorts <laughs> of articles and compilations of yeah. uh, Becky Lynch holding up the title and then bringing it down and it going through her, her pelvic area yeah. out, and then her arm Flipping wringing out on her back and-, and all these different things and stuff Big brand on Brad as Greg Miller, someone who loves wrestling video games. This is a uh, double-edged sword. It's a complicated situation. A whole bunch of stuff's going on. We've covered on Games Daily the fact that Yuke's is off of this one, which came as news to me when it got announced. But I then the article where we, it was like, hey, Yuke's is no longer working on it, cited an interview that we went back and found and talked about there where Yuke's was basically like, we have so many cool things we want to do and 2K won't let us do them. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Personally, Greg Miller, wrestling game fan, this is... The best news possible. It sucks that it's going to lead to a what looks to be not great wrestling game. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is, again, the game's not out yet. These aren't official previews. Maybe this is, this what is getting at if, You know, who knows it's what's going to happen. Good, I would read the tea leaves of, that's not going to be good. Yeah. That's bad news. They The create a player story is out, and it looks awful, the really? things that are getting shared. Now, granted, these are people cherry-picking things that are sh- showing them to me. So maybe, again, mm-hmm. full disclosure, maybe it'll work out. But the problem with the WWE games is that since what... When you're talking about when it was going back and forth with the when WCW was being on, on the AKI engine on N64 mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, Acclaim was making WWF games at the time, oh, yeah. right? And then the switch happened where Ukes came in and started making SmackDown, then AKI was making. In the same way we talk about WWE having a monopoly on wrestling, the fact that 2K and before them, THQ had a monopoly on wrestling games, big budget, you know, like f- names you understand wrestling games. That was bad for business, and that's got us to this thing right now. The why I think the WWE 2K series, which is you know looks great and does all stuff, I hate that it went sim with it. I wish we were still playing games like WWF No Mercy. Yeah. I wish that it was just a strong grapple, weak grapple with all these different things. Yes, Fire Pro Wrestling World. I played yes. a lot of when I was doing the review stuff for it. Had a great time with it, but even that is a different kind of wrestling game. I it, and I know people always argue WWE All Stars is what you wanted, Greg. And I was like, it's not. But it, all of this aside. I'm so thrilled that Ukes is making their own wrestling game. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so thrilled that 2K is going to have a, a competitor out there. I'm so thrilled that it looks like AEW has been talking about making a wrestling <laughs> game. Like The fact that you're about to get all these different things in there, different companies in there. Like, AEW already ha- riding such a groundswell of uh, uh, praise from people in the wrestling industry. Having them come out and hopefully hopefully team up with Ukes and make an actual awesome game. Or Ukes make uh, the spiritual successor to you know, an N64 wrestling game. All this is exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I 100% agree with you on that. The We need more competition in the space. We saw it definitely when it all really got started in the late 90s, and the N64, yeah, yeah. PlayStation days. And it was an exciting time. You saw a lot of people competing, iterating. Uh, sometimes even one of the games wouldn't be as strong as other, but it would do one thing that the others learned from and so on. And so... Yeah, this year I think you want to really watch those reviews closely. Yeah. Uh, this hold, year, I like think don't go out and pre-order until you know for sure on this one. Uh, it is Visual Concepts, by the way, right? That's yep. developing it. So yeah, it's two yeah. K taking it basically internally. This is right. the team that's brought you right NBA two K and, yep. uh, and and I all think that stuff, the so. way
0: it sounded with the Uke's handoff, it didn't sound smooth. So I think that's why yeah, this is they're probably behind the curve now. And why is this game? To your other questions, uh, uh, Brad. Right? Like, why isn't two K taking the year off here? I don't know. I do not have the contracts in front of me. I have no idea. <laughs> they're not right. taking a year off because I'm sure they're contractually obligated well, to the WWE to release too. a game each and every year. And if you don't do this, they're probably owe WWE a bunch of money and are in violation of their contract. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, and it becomes that part of the business that is gross where it's like, no, let's ship this thing, make some money off of it. And then next year if it comes out and we've crushed it, people get to go, man, WWE 2K21 is a return to form. And that's, again, jumping to the conclusion this one's not going to, this one's going to underperform and be
1: not great. Yep. No, I think you that's the whole part of it, right? I and mean, when you have a license or agreement, there are things you need to hit. It's not, exactly, it is. Uh, we're not happy about how it's looking. It's always way more complicated. Yeah. It's, it's not even. I didn't even think about it. Uh, it's not just 2K wants to make some money at it's first. WWE course, for sure. They're also under all these contractual obligations, and it's uh, like all the wrestlers are uh, now. They've been signed up to be in the game, and they get a cut. And like, oh man, it's it's complicated. So I think hopefully they did the best they could, yeah. uh, despite the problems. And yeah, I'm actually really. excited that Ux is doing something on its own. I didn't even realize that. And that's like me extrapolating from what they've been talking about with their stuff. But. Oh, so they haven't confirmed they're doing it. I do want to say that. No, I might, yeah, I think they might have. I okay. can't remember. You're if, wrong us, but if I you think remember this right. article, remember this It Stanley? makes perfect sense. That's what they've been doing for decades. Like, of yeah. course, something along. I, now I'm getting excited. Next gen. Let's see it. Exactly, right.
0: And then, yeah, I, I also don't think you need to worry about it, Brad, of like, I understand you want to support Becky Lynch and the female movement of the WWE. <laughs> I don't think people are going to read into a game that scores poorly. And then it's, yeah. it didn't sell. And they'd be like, "Well, it's clearly because there's a woman on the cover." That is <laughs> not, yeah.
1: Somebody will say that on the internet and be an asshole. The, the reviews not are is. not going to be about that. I think, in other words, right? If there's, anything's negative about it, it'll be in the gameplay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now, Fran, mm-hmm. thank you for bearing with me. That, yeah. of course, was a question directed mainly at me. Luckily, I love
1: I'm just not kept up on it.
0: Will Brewster wrote in for a question for you. He went to patreoncom slash games just like you can. It says, Fran. Now that Bungie is independent from Activision, do you see them making any kind of M-rated content for Destiny? They had made Halo, all of which were rated M, but then they partnered with Activision and had T-rated games come out.
1: Do you see any similarities with this, or am I looking too far into it? Uh, this question's actually come up a lot over the years about Destiny, which is like why, uh, like, there's a major moment in the game. I mean, everybody knows which character got killed off, but uh, just in case you're not, I'll travel. But um, a giant gun came in, and blew its brains out. But you don't really see like the gunshot and any violence, like you know, well, you see the gunfire, you don't see the violence of it, which is the shooting game and you shoot aliens all the time. So yeah. anyway, there's always questions about like, shouldn't it be a little more intense? And yeah, it's gotten darker. It's definitely on the edge of PG-13, but it doesn't, you know, swear and It's. I feel like actually it's in a good spot. I don't feel it needs like some edgier M rated, but whatever that line is on ESRB, I do think they have the freedom to walk it. I don't think they're worried about it, but um, I feel like Bungie is a game that they're they want you know people to play with their teens and so on. I don't think they want to change. Yeah,
0: I don't think that's the vibe they go for here. I don't think you're gonna see M rated content, let alone the fact that that gets so confusing. And if you put out DLC that was M rated for a T rated right. game, and how does that actually get yeah. done? But I, you, you—it's another money thing, but it's also another player based thing, and it is another thing of the Destiny world is established the way it's established, you yep. know what the rules are.
1: Yeah, I mean, just look at Fortnite too. It's like, does it yeah. need to be M rated? I, yeah. I, I think if you want really huge games, it's tough to do M rated. I mean, Resident Evil—it's like R rated movies pulls right? it up. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get it right. I mean, so I think there's, a, you know, there's always a possibility of Bungie doing something like that, but on a different franchise, they're clearly working on other stuff and. You Hopefully, we'll see some next gen products from them um, in the future. But even then, I, I feel like they're probably not going to go M rated. Like Halo was never that way, right? So they say it's th- M rated. Wait, one of the Halo's was? Or Will Brewster says uh, oh, wait, they, they made all Halo, M-rated. all of which rated them. It doesn't have that vibe to me. So I never no, really. No, totally. I guess that's when I read it. I was like, well, were some of them? Or anyway, um, I just don't think it needs it. So. Okay. I agree. But they can do it. You're right. It's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes
0: in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Spencer needs help on Origin on PC. Spencer's username on Origin is Barrett's Gaming.
1: What are you gonna correct me? B-A-R-R-E-T-S gaming. What do you got? You? I just had like the realization, I think because in Halo, like they're shooting real people. It's not aliens. That probably is why. Gotcha. Anyway, it just hit me barrett's gaming says i am a high
0: level apex player on pc with over 220 hours in the game jesus christ (laughs) i am looking for some kind of funny best friends to squad up with and get some wins i always have a mic and will play with anyone of any skill level would love to try my hand at rank if you're up for it if you're up for it hit up spencer barrett's gaming origin on pc Fran, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later. Um, Here we go. Milty the Great says (laughs) you, and this is Greg, are saying you're pre-ordering Pro Access, but you're actually pre-ordering the Founders Edition, which comes with the Pro subscription for free for the first three months.
1: But that's the only option is the point.
0: Sure, but I was saying pro, and I also, I think he said one month at one point, so that's uh, thank you. I don't
1: even know what I'm paying for. Yep. Yeah. Three, you're right. It is it's like, I'll much worry much about
0: it through. November 19th when the box gets there. Okay. Uh, Anonymous says Fran called it the Resident Evil engine, but the RE engine actually stands for the Reach for the Moon engine. <laughs>
1: that true i don't know
0: it's from someone anonymous
1: we're gonna have to fact it. check that i like
0: to find and then imran khan himself writes in and says i hosted with gary on wednesday not
1: fran get it together greg yeah you did say that yeah, too, you guys, you guys to are me. like you everyone guys talked me about me that yesterday. Me. i mean who can, it's not those are minor corrections so uh this will reach for the moon that i think it is true <laughs> uh it really is yeah the logo show i had no idea i love that that's a cool correction I want you to reach for the moon this weekend. Or I'm going to reach for it, ladies the moon's and gentlemen. Haunted Greg, that's ah, a destiny. That's thing. destiny yeah, I yeah,
0: know. Yeah. I was like that wizard came from the moon. Remember exactly. that mm-hmm. Dinkle? Dinklebot. Oh yeah, the Dinklebot. I miss him. You can't. You can miss him. About that's
1: it. That's why I w- walked away. Honestly, <laughs> once he was gone, once can Peter Dinklage it? was off of Destiny, I mean, you know how I feel about Nolan say, You don't like Nolan at all. So, no ladies and gentlemen,
0: remember this. Content rolls on here. Kind of funny. Today, you. You can watch the games cast live, patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Get the pre and post show, get it ad free. Watch us talk about Star Wars, watch us talk about Luigi's Mansion. Uh, you can also get it throughout the weekend, pre show, post show, yeah. ad free, or you can get it Monday. Support us. N- ads, no pre and post show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, tomorrow, your hosts are Imran and Tim because I am going to EJLX in Toronto. I hope you see everybody Saturday and Sunday. Uh, that also means this is my final games daily for like a week and a day. Wow. I'm not back for, a, it's a week from Tuesday, because I go from Toronto, Montreal, see Jen's Australian family that's visiting that we, I've never met before, Australian, then no. from Montreal, I know I don't trust you I had no either, idea. It's right? uh, <laughs> fr- <a> setup, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> then from Montreal to New Jersey for a wedding I'm doing, oh. and then back out here, uh, and, get, and get ready for that uh, Death Stranding embargo.
1: That sounds like a lovely time, though. Yeah,
0: know, with the PlayStation and game screen. Anytime I can, go in the closets, plug it in, just sit there and play. If only I you had your Stadia. If, if you only I had controller. Stadia! <laughs> All the division I'd be playing. I don't know how the internet speed is going to be up there. I got to try things with. Oh, you. Oh yeah,
1: that's a whole whole another Borderlands ball of wax,
0: content's man. happening.
1: I don't know, man. There's a lot of. Oh too yeah, much. man. We just quit our jobs. And Wait, just what day are? You, yeah, exactly. What day are you back? I'm back Monday. Roughly a week from
0: what day is today? I'm back a week from the next Monday. Uh, this, we can do okay. this off air, well, Ladies fine. and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week, on a variety of platforms. We come to you with the news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it later. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it on Roosterteeth.com. Listen to it anywhere you get it. Wherever you get it. Thank you for your support. Please consider thumbs up, subscribes, all that jazz. Uh, if you ever see Tim out in the street, now the, I was going to say egg him, but don't do that. No, don't me. do that. I, mean, <laughs> I know somebody would do it. But Greg said. Don't egg Tim, all right?
1: Sometimes things are just jokes, everybody. Exactly. I hope
0: I see everybody at EJLX this weekend who's in Toronto.
2: Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.